Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is one, two, three, mark of the beast. You can't say no. I'm going to say that again because I always thought avoiding the mark of the beast was going to be something that would be difficult, very difficult. But I never thought it would be this difficult. I did not see their plan coming, and I dare say you didn't either. You may not even understand their plan until you get through with this program today. But essentially, that's their plan. One, two, three. Then you get the mark of the beast, and you can't say no. So let me explain. The article says, scientists want to use people as antennas to power 6G. I'm going to read that part again. People as antennas. People as antennas. I remember back in 1993, when Prophecy Club started, we had a guy come in, and he talked about how they're going to be putting computer chips like they put in dogs and cats today, except for he was said that they would be sliding it under the skin of people and that that computer chip would draw energy from the movement of the hand. He said that's why they want to put it like in the web of the hand, like right here. And then as that hand moves, that would generate energy to charge that chip and that that would be trackable. He said initially from something local, which we didn't have at the time, we have cell phones in 1993, and that eventually be tracked by satellite. Well, that never came to pass. But what I'm about to show you today is far more advanced, and that's exactly what they're about to do. They're now in the progress of setting this up. So the article from Popular Mechanics goes on to say, researchers at this university are now using humans as antennas. I'll say it again. They're now using humans as antennas to power 6G, and it may be the most viable way to harvest additional energy. Do you remember the movie The Matrix? And you remember that they were using energy from the bodies of humans to power their world then. Now, a lot of times, things that seem fantasy, that seem like fairy tales, well, now we find out that actually that's true. We were talking about, like last night, I remember when I was a kid, they were talking about how Dick Tracy had a phone on his wrist and you could talk to it. Well, today, we have that. <laughs> okay, You can have a phone on your wrist. Now, granted, that was 60 years back, but somebody knew what was going on. I, I really believe that they do have a time machine. I also believe that they have a looking glass where they can see into the future. So it's saying that humans can be antennas, or should say power sources, of electronic devices. Remember that. So it goes on to say scientists have already started investigating visible light communication, basically a wireless version of fiber optics that uses flashes of light to transmit information. True, 5G networks operate in millimeter wave frequencies between 30 and 300 gigahertz, but they're saying that ain't nothing yet. Scientists now have found that humans can use their bodies as a carrier for coiled copper to catch waste energy from the VLC. What are they saying? They're saying that your body can power something very small and electronic. There's more. Hang on. 
instead of using radio signals to send information wirelessly, it uses the light from LEDs that can turn on and off up to one million times per second. Did you catch that? In other words, that chip that they slide into the hand back in 1993, what if they could make that actually work where your body powered it and it sent out little bitty light pulses a million times a second and could track and monitor you? That's what they're saying that they're working on. At least they're now telling us that they're working on us. But through my 40 years in Bible prophecy, it's been my experience when they tell you they're working on something, they've already got it. LED bulbs can then transmit data, anything like a camera, like our smartphones, tablets, laptops, could be the receiver, it says. Okay, so all I have to do is come up with a different kind of a Bluetooth or a wireless Wi-Fi, and anything electronic in your house can pick this signal up from you. It gets worse. Researchers believe that if they can harvest the wasted radio frequency energy from the body, energy from the body, they can put it to good use by powering small electronic devices. I kind of butchered that, so let me read it again. But listen carefully. They could put it to good use powering small electronic devices. Not a chip in the hand, a chip in your body, and a chip in your cell phone. Now, it gets worse. Hang on. This email was sent to me, and it says, Everyone who has been... has now had a Bluetooth MAC address. Pretty much of that address shows a code of 7936 showing GPS, whether they are alive or freshly buried. It's emitting. This is the third or fourth video on that subject. They have nowhere to hide. We have nowhere to hide. That is, if we've taken the anti-V. Another video I watched took two small sample groups and... The anti-V, as the people would walk near the computer with a Bluetooth locator app, it would match them whether they had it or not. Now, one of our congregation members actually came in with an Android cell phone, and he actually showed me that it is picking up Bluetooth items in the sanctuary of our congregation that it should not be picking up. Let's go on. All were no matches for the anti-V. Those who were matched were given their MAC address. They were then told to go repeat the study themselves, sad but true. Everyone that was that had received the anti-V was tracked. Did you catch that? Everybody that has received the anti-V is already, already, already trackable. If they don't die an early death, become a zombie, they will be tracked and forced to do whatever they are told to do. Nowhere to hide for them. So I was talking with Julie, and I said, everyone who got the anti-V needs to repent, saved or not. To, to die from the anti-V without Jesus would be a shame. Love you guys, and goes on, and she gives me a place to go and look. And I would recommend strongly that you write that down and go and watch that. I've got just a little clip from it. I think I've got scheduled here in a minute. First of all, let me... Let me encourage you to go to Joseph's Kitchen. They have a couple of offers right now. However, let me talk to you a second. I made this loaf of bread last night, and I'm going to eat it. Me and Leslie will. 
and I put it in this glass bag or this plastic bag. So this is a slice of my bread that I made last night. I'm going to eat this. As a matter of fact, I'll eat this one before I go play racquetball today here in another, I don't have a watch on right now, an hour and a half or so. I'm going to eat this. And I may eat two of them because it gives me more energy to run and play better. I can actually tell the difference. Matter of fact, it is the best, uh, like, superfood that I have found. And while I can't guarantee this for you, it has lowered my cholesterol. It has lowered my blood pressure. And I've been eating it now for a little bit over a year. Somebody says, well, do you have to eat a slice every day. I, I don't know. I pretty much eat a slice, one or two slices. I find if I eat two more than two slices, uh, a lot of times I find it difficult going to sleep at night simply because I have so much energy. So, and, and it's, a, it's a great survival food because you get it in these, pit, these pails that are nitrogen-packed, and they're probably good for 25 years or more. And they don't need any refrigeration or anything like that. So go to josephkitchen.com. Here's what I recommend you do. You want to get the machine package. That's all of the mechanical things you need to make the bread. And then you decide whether you want to have food for two, for four, six people, or how many people you want, and you decide that right here, and you order it in. Okay. And, of course, that's a loaf of bread that I've made. So it's about $10 for a loaf of bread that feeds 14 meals, that feeds one person for a week. So that's in the ballpark of five or $600 per year per person in a survival mode. Now, let's go on. That's, I've also made that, too. So this is a cell tower. Now, how do you connect with that cell tower? Well, what we're afraid to say is that these things have more inside of them, so the prophecies say, than what we know that are actually sending signals, Wi-Fi signals, to a tower, and eventually it's going to be one, two, three. You take these three, and then you cannot resist the mark of the beast. Or you may say it this way. Now, here's a lady talking on a cell phone. We know those cell phones reach the tower. We also already know, it's not a surprise, they know where we are. But here's the next level. So what if, what if you don't have a cell phone? This lady does not have a cell phone on her. But what if she already has something inside her where they not only know where she is, but they also already know she does not have the second and the third anti-V, and maybe they don't know that she doesn't, or maybe they can tell that she doesn't have the mark of the beast. Meaning, if you don't have the mark of the beast, they know where you are, they know who you are, and they're going to track you down, find you, and you will take the mark of the beast, or you will lose your head, so says Revelation. So it could be just that serious. High technology defined and force you to take the mark of the beast. I recall, and I'm about to show you some stuff about the med beds. I recall when I first ran across the information on the med beds, I thought, whoa, boy, that'd be pretty good. I mean, I had a couple of teeth pulled and some, uh, some, uh, some fillings and things like that. Wouldn't that be nice to have my teeth fixed? And there's a couple other things about my body I'd like to have fixed. And man, I mean, the Lord spoke to me. It was not an audible voice, but it was so loud, it was almost an audible voice. And he said, absolutely not. Do not get in a med bed. 
you get in a med bed, it changes your DNA and you will lose your salvation. Now keep that in mind because that's what we're about to talk about. This is from Vicki Parnell. She says, and I'm only going to read part of it because I've already read this in the last few days. She says, I see a sand, the sand beginning moving inside and they hit the bottom. I hear the Antichrist give a triumphant laugh and yells out, my children, it's over. This is the Antichrist talking. The time, the period of the extended grace has expired and upon orders that were passed down from heaven's court, no more time is to be given. Children, children, this is the hourglass of grace, meaning all of this end time stuff is now starting. Daniel 2.43 says that they will mingle themselves with the seed of men. Who's they? Well, these are the sons of God came down and made up with the daughters of men once before, and there were giants, and there were mighty men of old. They did not die, and they're still around. Back to Parnell. Do you know who you, do, do you know who you are? This woman says, and edu- educated them about who they truly were. She says, "You are the seed of the serpent." The people were screaming. People were crying as they were squirting them with this yellowish green liquid. As they squirted them, because they had the DNA of the seed of the serpent, all of a sudden they started mutating, and they started becoming something kind of like X-Men does. These snakes coming out of them. The reason we brought you here to reveal who you really are, and that you're a D, we had to find out, all of you guys, through checking your D. Our D was with you, you know. They were looking for some kind of a D marker or to trace the D, which allowed them their true appearance to come out. They showed them the real serpents that they came from. They couldn't believe it. This woman said, what, what did you think? Did you really think you were human? You thought you were 100% human? You are a mixed breed. Catch those words. You are a mixed breed. Now it's time for us to train you and get you ready to understand who, how to use your powers for the time of activation. And what is the time of activation? It is Armageddon, when all the world comes down to attack Israel at the Battle of Armageddon. Perhaps you've seen some of these. If you haven't, while it's hard for me to recommend you go watch these movies, if you want to understand that this is not just fairy tales, then go watch some of them, some of these X-Men movies. In a world where mutants evolve superhuman-powered humans, exist and are discriminated against, two groups form an inevitable clash, the Supremist Brotherhood and the Pacifist X-Men. In other words, they're saying that these X-Men are really good guys, and they're really not. They're really bad. They're really half human and half devil. That's what they really are. One of them was like teleporting here and there. That's what one of the X-Men do. One of them was disguising himself, transforming in all kinds of faces and had many faces. That's another thing that the X-Men do. Matter of fact, that's what Mystique does. He could be anything and everything he wanted to be. There were so many gifts. One could just stop time for a few minutes. Not long, but a few minutes. One could go backwards into the past for a few minutes. I'm telling you, they can see and change the future. So let's go on. Now I'm going to show you a video of Queen Elizabeth that is confirming what we're talking about. Let me show you what you, tell you what you're going to see. She's going to touch the globe. They tell you what the globe is. And then you're going to see a triple-strand DNA come out from that. That triple-strand strand DNA is talking about the new mutants or 
the, as the seven thunders said, release the giants. In other words, release the Nephilim, release those that are not necessarily 100% human. Here it is, watch it. Your Majesty, the Commonwealth of Nations globe. And this particular article, I had to cut several words out because this article is one of the articles that got us in trouble with YT. So I've got to cut some words out. But Forbes says, yes, the anti-V can change your D. Yes, the anti-V changes your D a tiny bit, but that's a good thing. So this is Forbes absolutely saying it's happening. These are the med beds. From Jared Rand and Mark Z, summarized from a conversation they had. We don't have the prototype yet, but we have a celestial chamber, that's the med bed, that re-atomizes what is that? It's changing our basic makeup. In the human body from head to toe, inside and out, three minutes. That's when the Lord spoke to me and said, absolutely, you do not get in that or you will lose your salvation. Because it changes you from two strand to three strand. We inherit three G anomalies from our ancestors, like diabetes, heart issues, defects depending on lifestyle. All those issues are removed in the process. We don't inherit diseases from our ancestors, so the cell structure of the body is quite interesting. It goes to the mitochondria of the quantum level of the body structure. Then we go to the organs and the telomeres, and it remaps the whole biological body in three minutes. Did you catch that? What is that? Remapping the whole biological body. What is that? Putting the seed of the serpent into us all. That's what they want to do. Make us all mutants so we all can get strange and powerful and wonderful things done to our body so we can all show up at Armageddon, so we can all be fighting against him that sat on the horse. Of course, we've also read Revelation 19 where it says, and they were slain by the sword of him that sat on the horse, which sword proceeded out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled with their flesh. So if you don't want to be eating one of the fowls, then I would suggest you not get in one of those med beds. It does one pass, the evaluation and analysis of the body, and it finds any anomalies to repair. The process uses 6D. It is a lot different than 3D. The array uses holographic imaging as it scans. A person can see the holographic image of themselves from every aspect. Then you can literally design within reason certain areas of the body to change. If you want increased height, different bone structures, different muscle structure, different eye or hair color, you can change that. It shows you the finished changes before starting, the complete and end result of what you would like to look like. 
We give them counseling so they get more comfortable with their choices because when reality hits, there is such a difference. That's right, there's a difference because you're no longer 100% human. You're no longer made in the image of God. You are now the seed of the serpent. Yes, I'm going to be young again, but when reality hits, sometimes it's a different story. Not everybody is comfortable with these changes. You won't like the changes. Don't get in a med bed. When you go into the chamber, you will lay down. The machine uses melatonin, exciter, and the cranium. You go into a deep sleep. Then there are no incisions or electrifying fields. The system scans you to the smallest particle, smallest particle. It looks at your arteries, the blood flowing in the arteries. We see every operation within the internal structure of your body externally. Then using controlled artificial intelligence, it scans the body in in about a minute. Then it gives us a reading of your holographic image. It takes a minute and a half to repass and re-atomize your body. What does that do? It changes you from being the image of God to being the seed of the serpent. It puts the serpent's part in you. You might see a little light refraction in the telecon particle in the plasma array field that goes over your body, but it's not much. Once it's done, you wake up with a new body. That's right, and you wake up going to hell. You can just repair or make changes or change your body to become immortal. You can change to whatever age you like, like a 90-year-old might decide to be 27 or 30 years old. They still have the same memories of life experiences in their life, but those don't get removed. But now a 90-year-old is, say, 30 years old again. Now, uh, let me tell you a story. I was sitting outside of the racquetball court, and there was a couple of guys, probably 17, 18 years old, and they looked at me and the other guy that's, you know, I'm 69, come off the racquetball court, and I could just feel what they were thinking. They were thinking, man, I'm glad I'm not old like that guy. And it was so clear. I turned to him, and I said, you know, I know you guys might be thinking, man, I'm glad that I'm not old like those guys. And they both looked at me startled like I knew their thoughts. I think God let me know their thoughts. And I said, but let me just say that we old guys wouldn't want to relive our life. We would not want to be your age, even if we had the choice. In other words, my attitude is, let me do my job, Lord, and then go home to be with you. I don't want to be young again. Yes, it would have been nice when I was young, to not make so many stupid mistakes. I think we all think that. Those don't get removed. But now a 90-year-old is, say, 30 years old again. You have the wisdom of 90 in a 30-year-old body. It's a big adjustment emotionally, and that's why we talk with them and counsel them before they go through the whole process. They'll be younger than the grandkids in most cases and some great-great-grandkids. Now they have no anomalies or defects. They don't age. They don't age. Did you catch that? Remember the scripture that says, In those days shall men seek death and shall not find it. And shall desire to die, but death shall flee from them. Here's how. Some decide they don't want to be immortal, but they would like to be young again. So that's fine. But the aging is much slower. The second time around, because of the adjustments we've made, because they have changed who you are, you see. Our brains have this reptilian gene implanted in us long ago. It's an aggressive gene causing us to be quick to temper and confront each other. In other words, instead of having a loving heart, we have a heart that desires knowledge and to get ahead of our fellow brother and sister. We can remove that aggressive gene. Don't believe it. 
The person doesn't become milk toast, and they won't be too quick to get angry and do bodily harm to others. Don't believe it. Here's a uh, clip, and this guy's showing you how that they can track and are tracking people that have the anti-V. So today I want to take a look at uh, this uh, Bluetooth scanner. And uh, many people are talking to me about a Bluetooth uh, address and how the people there giving off a IPv6 uh, MAC address. So um, I want you to notice that on this scan, we have many of these unknown type, unknown name, no unknown service, unknown vendor, okay? But then again, we have things like this, these two, which is like an actual device with a name and a, a major class code, like a 1024, and this one is 1024 as well. But uh, with the uh, unknowns, all of them, they are uh, 7936. Okay, all of them. They're all 7936. So why is this the case? Well, let's take a look. Um, because some people say that it is possible that the unknown addresses are actually coming from phones so or other devices, and they're not actually from people. So let's take a look at this. This is the Bluetooth major device classes here. So as we saw before, the television and the headset uh, speaker actually is uh, 1024. So uh, 1024 is a designation for uh, audio, video devices, headsets, speakers, televisions, okay? But what we saw before was 7936, so let's find that. So here we have 7936, and uh, this is uncategorized. Anything for which the Bluetooth special interest group has not yet defined a code, standardized code like uh, GPS locators or laboratory probes. So wearable devices like the uh, Apple uh, Watch or something, there's 1792. If it's a toy, it's a 2048. If it's an imaging device, it's 1536, like printer, scanner, camera, monitor. If it's an input peripheral, then like a mouse, a joystick, keyboard, graphics, tablet, etc., it's 1280. If it's an audio video device, it's 1024. Um, if it's a phone, like a modem or fax, including those things, it will be 512. And if it's a computer and PDA, it will be 256. So, and it's not miscellaneous because it's not zero. So what we saw right there was 7936, which includes GPS locators and laboratory probes. You tell me, who has a GPS locator just uh, sitting around everywhere? That's not in any of the other categories. What is the other possibility? There's no other possibility. I, I'm very interested to know why people continue to doubt and say, no, no, the people, they don't have Bluetooth address, even though there's so much footage coming out of the people being scanned and a Bluetooth number coming up. Okay, or, or, or how, if it was other devices, it would be any of these other codes right here. It would not be 7936. Okay, so, the GPS locator, or the probe, or whatever it is, that is in the people's bodies. And that is why if you've been, and you have a code allocated to you, you cannot escape. You don't have a, you don't have a snowball's chance in hell of escaping. Because uh, uh, they can locate you wherever you are, and uh, it's not any of these other things. So. Unless you can think of another possibility, like maybe there's a GPS locator or a laboratory probe somewhere else, 
that you just keep lying around, um, then take it away and then see if the code is still there. So there you have it. One, two, three. And by the time you get number three, you can't say no to the mark of the beast. Don't get in a med bed. Don't take the anti-V. Don't do it. Don't do it. Ask Jesus into your heart.